0: During Ryan Day's presser a day ago, he made this comment. It's on to Maryland, and he's right. You can't look past the bye week or the game against Notre Dame. You got to look ahead, and while looking ahead, you look to your next opponent, who is the Maryland Terrapins. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Buckeye's for the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 4th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Buckeye's your first listen or first watch of every single day. During today's episode, we will discuss Ryan Day's expectations for Kyle McCord and stock up, stock down. It's back. But first, I always love hearing coaches speak up on the things that happened during a great week or maybe a bad week prior to the game that's going to be played to kind of see how their mindset is. When it comes to Ryan Day, I know that there are going to be times that he will talk, but not really say much that is of note. During a press conference, I do believe there were over 40 questions at the press conference a day ago Um, in 30 minutes. A lot of questions during a pretty lengthy period of time. More questions in minutes, you can kind of get the gist. Ryan was answering things quickly, and he had his mind on those pesky Maryland Terrapins. This is going to be one of those games that were if the Buckeyes come out and they look to the game against Maryland. Like I mean, excuse me. Game against Notre Dame and say, yeah, we did some good things here. Let's just ride that wave once again. It's not really a formula for success. Yeah, you can ride that wave once again, but Maryland's a different animal. Maryland's a different team. Maryland has a different style of quarterback. Has a, have, they have a different offense? Um, their defense is really, really good, as Ryan Day discussed during the presser as well. You can't look back to the previous game. You can't even look back to the previous week. Because if you do that, you might be snoozing on the couch. You might be um, um, uh, uh, daydreaming on the field. You don't want that. Why? Because it was a bye week. You were off. You were rat- resting, relaxing. You were doing things that you don't normally do during a typical week in the season because it was your off week. Maryland's up next. And you have to realize, as Ryan Day said, quote, bigger challenges ahead, end quote. He's, he's exactly right. Bigger challenges are ahead. Uh, it, it's on to Maryland, as he also said, to pulling in line that I immediately thought of um, Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick said, it's on to Cincinnati. It's on to Cincinnati. That it might, it might, might be a little bit better, uh, a little bit deeper, deeper of, a, of a voice, more of a Bill Belichick tone. It's on to Cincinnati. I don't know if I'm actually doing it correctly, but if I am, great. If not, I'll work on it. But he's right. It's on to Maryland. You have to look to your next opponent. You have to make sure your guys are level-headed. You have to make sure players aren't writing successes from a couple weeks ago or writing or or suffering from the failures from a couple weeks ago. You have to look ahead to your next opponent. And with it being the Maryland Terrapins, this is one of those odd times that I'm actually a little bit, I'm not going to say nervous, nervous like I was against Notre Dame or like I might be against Penn State or um, Michigan. It was kind of, I'm not going that far. But, buddy, I will tell you this, that's a really good football team. It's not easy to come out here and be 5-0 and at the start of a season. I said it before, and I don't know if it was this show or a different show, about how there are teams every year that start off 4-0, 5-0, then all of a sudden they start to fall off the cliff, and they fall off hard. 5-0 turns into 5-3. 5-0 turns into 6-2. Next thing you know, after going 5-0, you lose two of your next three games. You're like, what in the world is going on? We had a shot to win the conference. Let's backtrack. Had a chance. I had a shot to win our our division, uh, which ultimately is the first goal of every team. with there are divisions in your conference. Win your division. Maryland's like, look, we can make a name for ourselves. We we can make some noise in, in in college football. We can be ranked consistently if we beat Ohio State because that win means a whole lot more than beating Virginia. Or I think they played Charlotte, or beating some of the other lesser opponents that they beat this year. Opponents on the schedule does not really tell you, or is not indicative of the talent on the on the team. Maryland's a really good football team, and as Ryan Day said, he discussed, "Hey, they they had some good DBs, replaced them with some with some more really good DBs. The linebackers are playing faster, they're more sound, they got more experience." The defensive line is really good as well. All around on defense, this is going to be a challenge for the Buckeyes offense on Saturday. One thing Ryan Day also touched on during the presser, I think he's realizing bigger challenges ahead also means we got to work on something specific. That is working on the short yardage situation. Ryan Day had this statement about that part of the Buckeyes um, all season preparation, or just how the Buckeyes have performed during uh short yardage situations so far this season, he said, "quote extremely frustrated." I mean, that's in quote. That is a great way to describe it. Um, He did also say, "Big games, a lot of times, come down to short yardage." What do we see against Notre Dame? It comes down to short yardage situations. Some people were talking about, "Hey, run QB sneak." That's not in Ryan Day's playbook. <clears throat> it's not really saying he, it's not in the quarterback's playbook. It's not really getting Ryan Day runs it. It just does He just doesn't run. He just doesn't run it a lot. So in short yardage situations, you got to kind of realize what can we do? What can the Buckeyes do? That if a QB sneak, which should be an elementary play. And I literally mean elementary. I mean, I used to play center and started playing fo- football in seventh grade. What did we do immediately? Learn how to take a snap and do the court, the center snap quarterback exchange from under center. Now, it, it, in high school, as a freshman, there were times that I said, hey, I can do a shotgun uh, snap consistently. And that was something that we did. It was implemented into our offense, not because out of, not out of necessity, but because I was able to do it without being taught and being coached how to do it at the time. I could go ahead and do that thing. And so to come to short yarder short yarder stuff. If a center and a quarterback can't do the quarterback center exchange from under center, you have quite a few issues under your belt. And so, it should be in your arsenal. It should be a part of your of your tool bag. It should be a part of your offensive playbook. And if it's not, maybe it's not because you don't really get in many short yardage situations. But if it is third and one, fourth and half a yard to go, fourth and game, whatever it is. And if it's fourth and game and you're on the one yard line or half yard line, maybe you want to give it to Chip. Maybe you want to give it to Maya. Maybe you want to give it to Travion. Maybe you want to. What What should you also want to do? Put it in your quarterback's hands. Let that man get behind your center, your guard, or your, uh, your other guard. And you know what? Let him run for a yard. Really, it's just getting there and falling forward, making sure your body and the ball are falling forward with you. That's really it. It's not rocket science. It can be done. And it would help eliminate some of the Buckeyes. Short yardage issues that they've had through the first four games of the regular season. Coming up next, we will discuss Ryan Day's expectations for Kyle McCord going forward. Not just for the game against Maryland, but for the rest of the season. This is Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs The Weather. I believe it's starting to cool off a little bit. It was hot, really hot a day ago. I'm like, man, 85 plus on a Tuesday in October? Buddy, I'm here for it. But I don't believe it's going to last very long in those moments where it warms up and then cools off. We want things in our wardrobe that help us feel comfortable, help us feel cool, calm, and collected as we walk out the door. And Bird Dog's allows us and provides that for you. Bird Dog's stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh in leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink, sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com/slash locked on college, or enter promo code Locked On College for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddog.com slash locked on college, or use promo code Locked On College. For a free white tech hat, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Thank you for making Lockdown On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. The college football season is here. We're in the midst of it. And this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. Have you ever considered what Ryan Day's thoughts or expectations are for Comic Court? Some people may say no. Some people might be like, well, Jay, it's not really on my radar. I have my own expectations for Kyle McCord. And that's kind of how we roll with how we looked at, look at Ohio State's QB1. Great. Not here to knock it. That's a great way to look at it. But ultimately, when you look at Kyle McCord, Ryan Day said something very, very specific, a couple things about McCord. And one of them was an analogy that he pulled from himself when he was a kid. I don't know if it was actually an analogy. It's something that actually happened or something that, well, he ended up pulling from somewhere else. No matter what it is, it makes a whole lot of sense. But first off, Ryan, they said the rest is yet to be written about Kyle McCord, which is true. If you just write a story about Kyle McCord from the first four games that he started this season, and you use a previous two seasons, which had one started it, to write his story, it's an okay story, kinda. But it will make you wonder, what happened after the win against Notre Dame? Why does is this story? Why does this story feel incomplete? Why does the story of Kyle McCord in 2023 only have four games in it if he's a starter and if he has played as well as he has this year? You would feel incomplete right now without even thinking about that book being written about Kyle McCord's story. I even know. And I believe. The story is incomplete. There's more ball to be played just this season. I'm not even saying looking ahead to project what McCord may do next year. May he play so well that he goes into the NFL draft, or may he play so well that he returns, say returns, stays in school next year. It's one of the pet peeves I have, and I don't know why it just came out of my mouth. A lot of times in the offseason, when people are deciding to um, either go to school or stay in school or to go to the NFL, people or even athletes will say, I'm, I'm, I'm returning to school. I'm going to I'm return to Ohio State to play one more year at, at the school. And I'm like, how are you returning to a place you never left? I am going to stay in Columbus to play more football. Okay, that that's, I get that part. But buddy, when I hear people say, I'm going to return to school or so-and-so, as a report, so-and-so is returning to Ohio State for their fifth year. If they ain't never left, you can't return to a place you never left. Just had to get that off my chest. But he's right. His story is yet to be written. But also Ryan Day went on to use this analogy to discuss his expectations about Kyle McCord. Quote, once you bring home an A in algebra, you're expected to bring home an A in algebra, end quote. And Ryan Day said in his presser, that's something he heard as a kid about what's expected of him as a student in high school, which is true. If I tell my parents, if I show my parents that I can bring home a B, let's just don't, because I wasn't that good of a student. Like if I apply myself, I would have been better, but bring home an A in algebra. Ooh, 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 ooh. Man, man, I like numbers. I like math, but algebra was not for me. I am more of a geometry guy, but even then towards the end of the year, I was like, I'm tired of this stuff. Can we do something different? I'm, I'm just a little annoyed with it. Just man, me and me in school was not we weren't best friends at all. No, no. I didn't flunk out. I passed my classes. But man, we were not 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 best friends. No. So Ryan Day is discussing and I understand exactly what he's saying here. If you show your parents something you can do that is good. May it be you teach them how to drive. You learn how to drive and you just start driving yourself uh, to school. Maybe you have a 15-minute drive. Drive yourself to school. Drive yourself home from school. Drive yourself to school. Drive yourself home from school. And you repeat that cycle to and back, there and back, there and back, over and over and over. What are you doing? You're showing that your parents can expect you to do something that is a daily task. Driving to school. There and back, there and back, there and back. And so the expectation before was, we'll take you to school. Now the expectation is you drive yourself to school. Same thing in the classroom. If you show your parents you could get straight A's, what is the expectation? To get straight A's. That is the expectation based off the Things that you have done to bring home a grade that is not just satisfactory, but is above and beyond maybe what your parents' expectations were for you prior to that moment. You bring home straight A's, the expectation expectation is for you to bring home those straight A's. It is the same thing for Kyle McCourt. We have seen what he can do. Maybe the numbers prior to that final drive, and Ryan even, uh, even touched on this, about, hey, he had that final drive. What if he, did, what if he didn't have that final drive? Well, we evaluate that performance different because he doesn't have have that final game winning drive. But since we have that, we have to evaluate that performance with that in there and not look at it like it's not there, like it didn't happen. Very smart coach here, Ryan Day. I'm I'm picking up what he's putting down. So the same thing goes. We have seen what Kyle McCord can do. The expectations for Mr. McCord have gone up. Yes, and my hand is through the screen. Because I do believe a lot of people out there, and even maybe Ryan Day is saying, look, man, you can bust some heads with these balls. You can throw, you can throw the ball all around the yard. You can make all these throws. And we expect you to do it. Why? Because we've seen you do it before and we believe you can do it again. So the expectation for Kyle McCord is going up and up and up and up and up. But you know what? It would be great if all the people on the team kind of fed into what Kyle is doing right now. Kind of saying, look, my expectations were a little bit lower lower before the season than they are right now. Why? Because I have raised my play. I keep raising my play. I keep raising my play. Even in a game where things were a little bit harder than normal, a lot harder than normal, going up, making a big play after big play, big boy throw after big boy throw after big boy throw. I can do it. This is why my expectations are going up and getting higher. And because I'm doing this, y'all can too. do. Why? Because I've seen you do it before. I've seen you make that block. I've seen you pull and hit that guy on the outside that may be a little bit harder for the average lineman to hit. But because you are who you are, you made that block very well. We've seen it once. We expect it now. Not just from Kyle McCore. That's who Dave was pinpointing and discussing before the entire team. We have seen what they can do in big games, in big moments against a quarterback and a team that is really, really good. Ultimately, we expect it. I say we because I expect it as well. We expect them to rise to the occasion to make big plays late, even if they played the entire game and to him a low wow. We expect them to make big plays and did the work, locking down, literally locking down one side of the field. We expect it. So keep doing it. Coming up next, the Stock Watch is back. Stock up, stock down. Not as many as a part of this show as normal, but I think you'll get it when we get there. Stock Watch, leading into a Buckeyes game against Maryland. It's next. This episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel. America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. There's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over unders and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Once again, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thanks for making Locked On Buckeyes, your first listen or first watch of every single day. This Saturday, your Ohio State Buckeyes play the Maryland Terrapins Saturday at 12 noon Eastern. Catch every snap of the Buckeyes hometown broadcast with a serious X. With Sirius XM on the SXM app, search Buckeyes. Stock up, stock down. On a hump day, it's back. We got a few for stock up, got a few for stock down. The stock down size is going to be a little, bit tw- a little bit of a tweak in how we're going to view Buckeyes football and even basketball games in the future. It didn't sit well with me, and it might not sit well with you. Stock up on Marvin Harrison playing this weekend. Now, during the presser, this is one of those short questions, short answers. they short questions with the even shorter answer that Ryan Day gave um, a ago during his presser. Some, a, a reporter asked, and I forget, I could not recognize his name, asked if Marvin Harrison Jr. was going to play. And Ryan Day quickly said yes and went on to the next question. Now, this is not something that I really had a thought of or had doubt in that he would play in this game. But I think it's a l- legitimate question. After after the game, he returns uh, in the game against Notre Dame, he goes down with an ankle injury. Goes into the tent, comes out of the tent with a heavily taped, heavily wrapped ankle. Goes back into the game and even makes plays while moving around on a, on a, I won't say bum ankle, on a, on a hurt ankle, little sprained ankle, little sore ankle. I won't say bum. Um, I don't think it's a good word to describe how he felt at that time. But Marvin Harrison Jr. playing, it's key, it's pivotal um, for the offensive six offense's success and the team team's overall success as well wonder if i want to see more of those wrinkles more of him in the slot and more of him moving around a little bit more to make him him more of an overall or versatile receiver this year you gotta wait and see what the buckeyes playbook looks like when they face maryland on saturday stock up on the duke blue devils first time that game day has ever gone to to duke now for the football, they've been there. The basketball version of game day has been the Duke numerous times because it would be kind of weird if you're the Duke Blue Devils, you're one of the blue bloods in college basketball, and all of a sudden the biggest pregame show that the sport has does not come to your campus. It would just feel a little weird. So stock up on Duke, man. I was watching. I guess I didn't get to watch it live. Got a few clips there of 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 the game day. I was. I love it, man. I had to experience my first game day experience before the Buckeyes played and beat Notre Dame. And let me tell you, being in a sea of green, I wasn't really uncomfortable looking out and seeing all the students there, all the students on both sides of the stage. Man, it was a massive scene, a massive crowd. Those Irish fans were loud and wild and crazy. And I really made that experience really good for myself and my wife. Uh, Stock up on Big Noon coming back to Columbus. Yes. Yes, for the first time this year, Rob Stone, Urban Meyer, um, Reggie Bush, Matt Liner. I believe Brady Quinn is still on there. I know Mark Ingram is on there. I love Mark Ingram's personality. I believe it's great for this show Therefore, for Fox. I am here for it. But you know what big dude means when it comes to Columbus? Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt, and Ginny Tatch will be on the call. I have had people text me and ask me, where's Joel? Where's Gus. Like, hey, I'm not a part of the TV networks. I don't have any say, and I can't sway anybody's decision as far as who calls what game, but the wait is over. Buckeyes on Big Fox on Saturday afternoon at 12 noon Eastern. Now here comes the stock down. <laughs> stock down on Buckeyes game, games being on the Peacock. Now, normally I don't mind the streaming service at all. I don't. But, man, this is how I DVR every game on the YouTube TV. And the Peacock is not a part of the YouTube TV. So what are we going to have to do? Find a way to record this game on the Peacock. But also, it's not so much about me. I can find a way to get the Peacock. I have it on the Apple TV. At least the app is already there. Get a subscription. Bang, we're good. Think about all the grandmas and grandpas. The aunts and uncles. The little up there in age where you're saying, I can't watch Junior play because it's on the Peacock. What happened to NBC? What's all this new age stuff that these kids are making up to make more money? What is going on? Buckeye football game. I say that because the game after the Buckeyes play Maryland is on the Peacock at 12 noon Eastern on the road. It's a Buckeyes road game at Purdue University. And so that's one thing. But those of you that double dip and are Buckeye football fans and Buckeye basketball fans, the Buckeyes schedule, actually every Big Ten schedule just yesterday, was released for TV, time for Times, and the networks it'll be on. And I'm going through this thing. My first thought is, there's a lot of games on the Big Ten network. Ain't no ESPN, and I totally, totally spaced, totally spaced the fact that ESPN and the Big Ten no longer have a contract to broadcast games. So now we're going to have to worry about, well, There's a big game. I forget which one. I don't believe it's Ohio State-Michigan. The Peacock has IU-Purdue, and I know it's not really a big rivalry in Columbus, but from where I'm from, uh, where I live, where my mom graduated, that is everything for the Hooters and the Boilermakers. And to put that big of a rivalry on the Peacock, that'll get a big viewership, but it just doesn't seem like you're doing the rivalry right. Yes, the Big Ten should intervene and say, no, 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 not this game, not this game. Put another Purdue game or another IU game on the Peacock. Not this game. Don't do this game. Also, I wonder if the Peacock is going to be um, NBC's way to kind of ease into broadcasting the basketball. I don't know the college level. They've done NBA before. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. It just seems odd that there are going to be games only that are only on a streaming service. The NFL did it this past weekend with the game of overseas in Wembley Stadium uh, between the Jaguars and I believe the Falcons. It was on ESPN Plus only. Not a fan of that either, but this is the world that, that we are living in. Stock down on this weather. So I know we don't do much on here about like complaining about weather in this portion of the show. But on Tuesday, I walk outside to go to the Kokomo Post to record another Cougar's cast. And what do we do? I got shorts on, I got bronze on with um, I got a, a polo one, short sleeve polo. Felt like summer. And then I hear that's supposed to be a high of in the high in the mid 50s on Friday. So I go to on a Tuesday to record a show, a weekly show that we generally had pretty good weather in when I've been going there to record that show. Then all of a sudden on a Friday, when I have to go outside to cover a football game, which should be a really good game as well. All of a sudden you're saying, man, it's going to be mid 50s. I ain't here for this. <laughs> I understand we live in the Midwest. I live in the Midwest. Not everybody here does, but I live in the Midwest. I understand the weather's going to be up. The weather's going to be down. Can y'all let me ease into this thing a little bit? Like slowly acclimate the weather to me and my body. Help your boy out. I know it's it's a lot to ask because the weather don't care about me or my wishes or anything like that. But man, I am not looking forward to this colder, the colder temperatures that are right around the corner. Literally. Right around the quarter. Guys, out of here on a Wednesday, you can follow me on X at J 7 Send all of your emails to J 317 at gmail.com. We'll be back tomorrow trying to schedule a crossover with locked on turps to discuss the Buckeyes game between the Maryland Terps on Saturday. And then you know on Friday's shows is final final preparation for the Buckeyes next contest. The postcast will be back at the conclusion of the Buckeyes game against Maryland on Saturday. At the conclusion, as soon as the game is over, we're going live right here on this YouTube channel, on the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube channel. Subscribe, hit that bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live. And we will be going live. Three big takeaways, three big thoughts that that come, that come that we take away from that game. We're out of here on a Wednesday. This has been Locked on Buckeyes. Buckeyes fans, I'll see you next time.